credits are done. We tell you if it sucks, we tell you it's fun. Five knuckle shuffle. We like the movies you do too. With gogs and tabo and shark. And Alec. Five knuckle shuffle. the greatest who was the best of all time if two athletes from different eras could actually compete against one another who would come out on top in one corner the reigning champion at mason the line dixon he'll be pitted against the former two-time heavyweight champion rocky balboa computer says rocky balboa would be triumphant i think there's still some stuff in the basement what basement in here I think I want to like, fight. You know, nothing big, just small things like local. What? You haven't peeped yet? You know, we had the promotional contract for Mason Dixon. When he heard you were interested in fighting again, he thought, why not put something together? First class exhibition. But I ain't interested in getting like mangled and embarrassed. You know, you know let's face it, that computer fight got a lot of people curious. And it doesn't matter how this looks to other people. Fighters fight. To beat this guy, you need speed. You don't have it. And you've got calcium deposits on most of your joints. So sparring is out. I had that problem. So what we'll be calling on is blunt force trauma. Let's start building some hurting bombs. The greatest underdog story of our time is back for one final round. Nothing over until it's over. Where's that from? The 80s? It's probably in the 70s. Oh no, he's stuck. <laughs> he's, he's only going to get dumb with it. <laughs> well, now he doesn't have to. That's true. <laughs> like, he's he's going to make $50 million in his career. He's got time to be smart. It's true. And on that note, welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's oh, our Movie the Podcast. That's what God does now. It's week one of Sylvester's Talanguary. The week that you all wanted. <laughs> the month that no one asked for. Or the month, yes, not the week. Stupid God. <laughs> I really like this. This is why we don't let God create months. <laughs> I, uh, that, I think it's possibly our best month already. So, uh, coming in hot. Off the stink of DC Ember. Yeah. yeah. Bad one. That was bad. That was one. What was the average rating of DC Ember? One. Like one. Yeah. Probably. Bad. We had, what, Suicide Squad, Justice League, 
We only watched three movies the in Batman December, right? Forever. Didn't we watch four? Well, the Moleys took yeah. took over one. Uh, so yeah, we watched Batman Forever. That was probably our highest scoring one. I think so. Yeah, which was bad. Yo. Then fucking Suicide Squad and Justice League. Just December. The things we do for you people. Yeah. Pay us. All four of you. So, what did we watch this week? This guys? week we watched Rocky Balboa. Yes. Old, sad Rocky to yes. celebrate an old, sad man and his yoked tits. Old, titty yoke. Anywho, that Cadbury egg coming up. Let's do a little housekeeping. What everybody watched this week? <laughs> Teagles! <laughs> I don't even understand that. He's so drunk. <laughs> Sorry. Did you say uh, Cadbury egg? Oh, yeah. Well, they got yolk in them. They got the. the oh, it's on the tit yolk. What does that have to do with the tits? <laughs> it's it's on tit yolk. yolk. That's like tit. I imagine that's what tit yolk would be like. It's sweet. Oh, Ugh, and all that sweet titty joke. Yeah, you're Sean's getting it. You started to get. Wouldn't you still bring? Never mind. Okay. No, why would there be like egg yolk in your tits? It'd be like candy yolk, if anything. <laughs> if anything, right? You make a valid point. <laughs> I can't argue with it. TJ. Men don't create eggs, dude. Science, dumbass. Eggs. Oh Jeez. shit. Women don't create eggs in their tits. Not yet. Oh fuck. Have you seen those? Does the future liberals? Did you want? see that? That there's like a fucking. Uh, and uh, this is a good segue into our, our February theme. We didn't even start. Hold <laughs> on, oh, let me let me fucking say it. There's a fetish now where people like get inseminated by like fake alien eggs. They put like fucking eggs, fake eggs. You mean up. now? That's been around for years. Wait, is it, is it like those like fucking pills that you would put in water and they turn like a fucking dinosaur? No, no but it's like these alien <laughs> eggs that are like. <laughs> Those are little sponges. Yeah, they're, yeah. These aren't really eggs. Well, these aren't really alien eggs, right? I guess they're close. No, I don't they're know like, what they're actually made they of. They also have, like, dragon ones. Yeah. They're, like, dildos that are shaped like See, either you know, alien eggs or dragon dicks. Oh, I've seen those. And they, I've seen reviews of those actually, on porno websites. They can actually, like, inseminate, inseminate you. Yeah. yeah. Well, they can well, it's well, like, they can't inseminate you. It's, like, fake, I'm assuming, unless you pay for the real stuff. The real, the real stuff. dragon <laughs> But, it's, but it, they shoot it, dragon eggs in you? Yes. No. Yes. No, First of all, <laughs> as someone who has two kids, you should know that you don't impregnate people by shooting eggs into them. Well, that's the why I'm so confused. confused. The dragon dick shoots dragon cum. Oh. No, but that, fake dragon I'm talking cum. about something. Like, why do you put fake in quotes? <laughs> <laughs> that means real. <laughs> I don't. It's made from real dragon. What the fuck are we even talking about? Uh, I watched. Uh, I watched two things. Two segments. Uh, I watched. Uh, one thing I watched with uh, with Alec and Sean. Uh, I will table that. But the other thing that I watched was uh, Alec and Sean table making. That's right. Uh, God, we would pick the shittiest table. I think Alec would make Actually, I think you two would make a quality table. I made my coffee table. I would fuck up the table. I would just sit around and do nothing. Uh, measure twice, cut twice. Um, I watched, and I guess we can classify this as a movie because Netflix is, but, uh, it's really just a Black Mirror episode, uh, Bandersnatch. Oh, the one the that Choose Your Own Adventure? from that guy you know? <laughs> yeah, it sure did. Um... <laughs> 
I'm sorry, that's a more of an inside baseball thing, but uh, yeah, I watched Bandersnatch. It is one of the most uh, entertaining things I've watched in a long time. It's, it's a choose-your-adventure thing, Yes, right? it is a legit choose-your-adventure thing. It is wholly original because like it feels like an experience you're only like like um in the same way I really liked uh and I know it's it's very uh polarizing not in this room but just in in the world in general I really liked the uh the Telltale games the arrested development when oh. they came back not the the newest season which I still haven't watched but it felt like they changed the format of the show to accommodate someone binge watching that whole thing because yeah. they were on a different format um, I think they, they took advantage of the Netf- Netflix platform. With Bandersnatch, uh, I think they took, they're like, okay, we have, you know, Netflix. What can Netflix do? What, what, it, what is, you know, what is Netflix? We have the ability to do... What can it do that regular TV or a movie theater's experience could not do? Exactly. Right. It's a wholly, like, individualized experience. And that's really cool. Like, you couldn't go to a theater and watch this There's movie. There's a handful of these things on Netflix. What do you mean? Of these choose your own... There's a... You remember Stretch Armstrong? I mean... Back I, in the day? Sure. They re, they reinvented it on But it's for Netflix. kids? For kids. Oh, see, I didn't... No, I had no but idea. But they, they, they have a TV show, like a regular episodic TV show, mm-hmm. but they have a movie mm-hmm. that is a choose-your-own-adventure oh, okay. movie. So it's for kids. Well, as far as, like, it, I guess... <clears throat> it, this well, is the... Marriage for kids, too. This is the first thing I've seen for, like, adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but it starts out, literally starts out, and the movie goes, okay, this is an interactive adventure, like, your char- you'll be faced with decisions to make for your character, and, you know, it'll f- impact the uh, the story. It's like, do you understand this, yes or no? And then you have to have your fucking controller in your hand. No, does it boot you to the back to the main menu? It, it actually does. I oh, tried. Really? Yeah. Oh. So here's the cool, I don't want to give too much away, but the cool thing about the movie is, it, it's a meta-narrative, which I, like... No, I think you'll like this one, Sean. I know you're a little cold on the meta narrative thing, but I don't even know what that means. It, yeah, it's a story do. within a story. Sure, you do. Well, or it's like a story where like the characters are aware of stranger than fiction. Oh, okay, got it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, um, anyway, the, the your decisions not only impact the story, but your character. It, again, I can't really. Do they plead with you? Gets too specific. But they, the character at a certain point in the story starts identifying the choices you have made, and it's fucking wild. Like, and I just think that the whole thing was so neat, and like, I was really, it's we talk about this a lot, just for, with other movies, but I was like super invested in watching it. Yeah. I didn't have my phone out, you know what I mean? I was like in, and I felt like you, you mentioned just briefly the Telltale games. Those are the same thing because I'm like. I have to listen because I don't know when yeah. they're going to prompt me yet to do something. Man, I really liked it. I love the story. I thought the acting was really good. Um, the main character is the main boy from Dunkirk. Oh, okay, um, the the dark haired kid. I you know did anybody the have one a name? trying to flee from the beach? Yeah, that was. Like, I don't remember if any of those characters oh, no, had I think names. Who's the one boy that's in everything now? That was on the boat. Oh, not him. Oh, not okay. the kid from uh, Killing a Sacred Deer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not him. Dang in everything. <laughs> and then the other kid who's supposed to be like this genius programmer, he's the kid that was in The Revenant. He was in We Are the Millers. He's okay. really good in it, too. Um, Black Mirror is fucking nuts because I don't know. They must have shot so much fucking footage for this, to, to for this to work. And uh, there's one thing. Hold on, guys. Just so I'll remember this. I'll get right back to you. 
they are so ridiculously meticulous as far as their detail goes. There's a secret ending in this thing that I didn't get. I watched the YouTube thing. There's a secret ending you can get where your character, at a certain point in the story, you pick what song the character is going to play on his Walkman, and you can get this weird ending where he, he puts in this tape and it says Bandersnatch, and it's just this weird static, right? So that's like, what the fuck is that? So some fucking lunatic on the internet ran that through some kind of program, got a QR, got one of those like QR, is that what it's And that led to a website that gave him a code for a ROM for a Spectrum game that they, so the the story is about a video game programmer in 1985. Okay. Do you know what a Spectrum is? It's a old video uh, microcomputer in England. Yeah, I didn't know about it either. It's a, but they, so they, they're, you know, so you can actually play the game that they designed in the fucking show. That's fucking bonkers. It's insane. Like, and, and, they stole and who would have thought book? to do that? That's what I'm saying. And I'm just like, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. So, two questions. One, two questions. How long is the adventure? I think uh, the final... Again, it can change because, like, you literally can get an ending five minutes in. Right. And the, the How long was your experience? About an hour and a half. How many times did you do it? Once. Will you do it again? Yes. And how many choices do you think you experienced? That's like five questions. You said you had two. <laughs> I know. I, yeah. Uh, I don't know a lot. And the thing is, like, so, again, y- y- once you watch it... It's like Mass Effect where it carries over to the next movie. In a weird way. So, <laughs> well, what's... Okay, so, this is going to be kind of confusing unless you watch it. When you watch it one time, you're going to get several endings because there's certain points where you make a decision and it'll take you... It'll end the story... But the credits won't run, and it'll wind you back to the point where your path diverged. Oh, it's like holding your finger in the old Choose Your Own Adventure book. However, however yeah. there are choices you can make that will force an ending and the credits will roll. So there's like a point where you... And you can't rewind it or fast forward, because there's a point where there's this code you're supposed to remember. And I fucked it up, and it just forced an ending. And I was like, well, shit, can I go back? Nope. Gotta watch it all over again. Oh, I'm gonna watch this. It's fucking wild. I loved it. I, I might watch this tonight. I fucking loved it. I think, like, you know, we were talking at the end of the year show about, like, I give extra points to things that are, like, unique. Yeah. And, like, totally. And I this, think that's, like, our, I, I don't know, I don't want to speak for everybody, but that's, like, one of my biggest criteria. Sure. Anymore. Just take a big hack at it. But I, I absolutely, I mean, I love Black Mirror in general, and this was, I think, Maybe their best episode. Like I just thought it was really, really creative and awesome. Wow. Uh, but anyway, I loved it. I highly recommend it. Uh, the other thing I watched was Bumblebee. But like I said, I'll table that to talk with the rest of you all about it. Uh, Gogs. Uh, I only watched one thing. One thing. I watched Netflix's Cargo. Ah, uh, Alec watched that with Martin Freeman and you watched it with a bunch of abos. Yeah. What's an abo? An aboriginal. Oh shit. <laughs> um, I don't think they listen. <laughs> Another digital you get a lot of hate mail. It's gonna take a long time to get here. Pigeons. Um, I really liked it. Martin Freeman's really, really good in it. It's a zombie for. I I think went over this when when Alec talked about it, but just briefly, it's a zombie standard zombie movie in a lot of regards. But uh, it does the right thing where it never really explains what happened. It just happened, and you're like in media res, like you're you're in the middle of it trying to figure it out. The whole movie takes place. They have a really good, uh, basically, plot contrivance that allows you to keep track of time. The whole movie takes place in two days. So you know, just do the plot, the movie's in two days. And it's just, bang, 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 decisions, like, what do you have to do? 
how do you get through this? And uh, the, the the gist of it is Martin Freeman and his family are escaping whatever plague zombie virus is happening, but it's all your standard zombie tropes. And it is uh, basically, at some point, he gets infected. His wife gets infected, he gets infected. And they have their daughter, who's like one. And basically, it's a race... The government... The government has issued all of these um, kits. sort of survival kits, but with like a with a murder yourself needle. And one of the things they give you is like this Fitbit with a fucking clock on it that basically once you get bit, you hit the button and it gives you you have forty eight hours. This is how much longer you'll be a human. Something like a Dead Rising. It was basically Dead Rising yeah. two, yeah. the movie, but better. Um, <clears throat> so it's Martin Freeman desperately trying to figure out how he in. What is only two days left on Earth? He's going to secure uh, safety for his daughter. Sounds good. It's it's really good. I like liking it. You liked it, right? Mm, I loved it. Is real. Uh, it's one of the better modern zombie movies. I'm surprised you didn't watch Bird Box. I was gonna. I might still. Yeah. Um, Kim Kardashian loves it, so there well, you go. Shit. Um, <laughs> people are fucking losing their shit over it, which I can't. I hated it. I need to see it before I guess I officially weigh in, but it seems like really fucking I'm stupid. It sucks. And I haven't seen it. There you go. That's the spirit. Now, <laughs> um, before I before I divert any further, I would like to you bring looked up, up those insemination dildos. That I was yeah, talking. I was talking about these insemination dildos. <laughs> no, so we all we all like Into the Spider Verse. I think we fawned over it. Yeah, we loved shit it. Ton, we right? all loved it. So, I was reading an article published on December thirty first by Lawrence Ware in the New York Times, where he basically said, it was with, I liked Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, it's quite good, but I didn't love it, and I feel bad about it. And what it goes As on... he should. Yeah, he should. He should feel bad about it. What he goes on to say is, you know, growing up, I did not see myself in popular culture, Cyclops, Wolverine, Captain America, blah, blah, blah. Um, these were all heroes I desperately wanted to be. The truth is, I can never inhabit their lives. I knew then, as a, I knew then, and as a scholar of race, as I know now... My heroes were in bodies different than mine. They were white. I was black. That chasm was too much to cross. I could be their friend, but I could never be in charge. And he goes on to say, basically, that he likes the fact that Miles Morales is an Afro-Latino Spider-Man, but... The first Afro-Latino Spider-Man. He says this, Miles Morales, the first Afro-Latino Spider-Man, was the focus of the first half of the film, but thereafter he became a Spider-Man amongst Spider-Men. He was no longer the focus... And puts me in a tough place with a father of young children because his kids like the movie so much. I, I don't understand. I mean, I don't want to. This guy is an idiot. Sorry. At no, what I, point? I'm well, just going to jump in. No, that's fine. This guy is a complete moron, and that is the stupidest take I've ever heard because Miles Morales is the main character of the story. That was my thought. I was reading. I was like, is there ever a point in this movie he where Miles Morales the doesn't? Movie. There's a scene. There's scenes in it where all the other characters leave him so he can continue his journey on his did own. Did he I miss any scenes without him? Did he there? miss the part where Miles? I mean, the scenes with the kingpins, right? But any... did he missed the scene where Miles saves them all by he actually like owns up to being Spider Man and saves the whole movie. That's the entire point of the movie is his character. Well, I guess that's my point. Like, I didn't. I watching it. I never thought that the movie was ever lost focus. The fact that Miles is the this strikes, this, this strikes me as kind of like not to the same level, but like some Armand White contrarian bullshit. It's like this is, this is so try hard. Yeah, this there's is nothing there. Try hard woke Olympics bullshit. I mean that is insane. There's no way you can walk away from that movie and not think Miles is the main character. He's fucking correct. He's the one that's on the poster. Yeah. He's in the. Tr- like, he was the one you saw in the trailer, and if you watch the movie, it is 
like a four-year-old could tell you that Miles was the main character yeah. of that movie. That is absurd. In fact, the only <clears throat> character you get like any kind of real like backstory about besides him is the older Peter, the fat Peter. Yeah. yeah. So, is it, so everybody else is fat Peter. Fat Peter. Um, everybody <laughs> else is like they're good, but they're kind of perfunctory. Like they're just there, hundred percent, to move his story. So he compl- he compares it. He's like, we've discussed what Rome's like. Revenge of the Fallen, which had the racist robots, and Pocahontas are a problem when we talk about the kind of racial stereotypes this film presents. Pause. Those are both false equivalencies. Like I don't understand what like. The ghettoized machines of the former and the noble Indians versus the violent savage dichotomy of the latter. What? They usually shrug their shoulders and move on to the next toys. I'm talking to their kids. But I could not imagine having a similar conversation with them about Into the Spider-Verse because they loved it too much. Yeah. Because their, their kids, kids understood the fucking movie. Not only that, their kids, like... They're just gonna... Let them be kids. Let them enjoy. Can't they just like the cartoon? They're probably just like, Dad, I love Spider-Man. And be like, yeah, yeah, cool. But it seems like... like That's Into the, the Spider-Verse seems like something we should be embracing literally, for the, Literally the, the stupid... The reason he's... That's the stupidest opinion I've ever heard in my life. Alec, do you have any thoughts on this? Hey, this guy's... Idiot. Alright, fair. I mean, there's... I know we're just fucking, you know, white guys in the basement, but Mm. that is... Well, almost white. (laughs) But, uh... Three and a half white guys. Three and a half white guys in the basement. But, like, goddamn, that is... That is so fucking stupid. Well, I mean, I was, I was like, I was reading it. I just, I was so. How do you talk about? How do you talk about your kids about the the Miles being the fucking hero of the story? I don't know. I don't know how you can broach that subject. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, also, so, like, I don't. Never mind. I'm not going to get into it. It's fucking weird. It's a weird thing anyway to frame it like that. Like, what? Like, what if they went and saw Captain America and loved that? It's like, well, I can't love a white superhero. Like, what is that? Anyway? They're just pretending to be Captain America. They're not pretending to be white. You know how many kids I saw at comic convention like is fucking Black Panther. All kinds of kids. They just like Black Panther. So like, you know what I mean? They like, love the character. Like I, I. Uh, it's stupid. gonna get way off on a tangent here. Yeah. But like, if it's if we're all good with like, if a, a boy wants to cosplay or pretend to be Jen or so, right? Sure. Do we care? No. No. Who gives a fuck? No. Nobody gives a shit. So like, or if your kid wants to be, I don't know, and maybe. You know, if the point of the article was there's just not that many, like, heroes of color, like, prominent heroes of color, that's, like, a different article. That's, yeah, but well, that, it opens with that, but then it doesn't celebrate this one. It says that this one got squashed by itself. And I'm not saying it needs to be celebrated, either, because it's just, like, it's a story, and, you know, the character happens to be mixed, and that's fine. But, like... I think the story is good because it doesn't lampshade it. Like, he's just a kid. Like, he yeah, just... He's a kid with his shit thrust upon him. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah. he comes from a mixed family. in him. And it's like it's yeah. like we always talk about. It. It's the best way yeah. to portray that kind of just like in Predator, where there's a homosexual couple that they don't really lampshade, yeah. so they murk each other. <laughs> That's in the sand. But is. anyway, I, that job, that man. that is ridiculous, and I can't believe that guy gets paid to be a professional writer because that, that is, is like free that is lips. for his, for the New York Times. It's, well, it's an op-ed though. It's so New York Times. It's fucking ridiculous. New York Times better than us. Sean, what'd you watch? I watched two things. Two things? One of them two is the things. aforementioned table Bumblebee, and the other one is the much-talked-about The Predator. Yeah. Did you love it? I loved it. Um, yeah. I had a couple issues with it. Yeah. Uh, Take it a breath. <laughs> <laughs> Those CGI dog things didn't look good. Yeah, they, I agree. They look really bad, and I wish he would have yeah. saw that, and I'm like, mm, because the rest of the effects are really good. Yeah, the dog, the Predator dog things were kind of dumb. The... <sighs> I don't know, what's it? Spoilers for Predator, I guess. Like, I feel like he he's trying to vindicate having the kid in the movie by using the kid as, like, by trying to make that plot point that autism is, like, 
the highest form of human evolution, and those things do not fit. It's kind of dumb. Like, they're really trying to mash that in there. Mm. Yeah. Um, I feel like this has the Fox movie problem of, like, somebody got a hold of it and just hacked a bunch of shit out of it, because it's like... Well, they did. It I mean. is a quick uh, hour 40. And, yeah, like, we love a quick movie, but, like, it goes from, like, kind of, like... Act one to like set up, set up, set up, set up, and then it just ends. Like it, everything happens in like two minutes. Apparently, the, the end. ending is co- totally different yeah. than what they shot. Well, like I've heard that he turned into like a really weird, like Shane Black esque movie, yeah. and they're like, mm, "We're Fox," or cut, 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 reshoot. <laughs> um, but the shit that's in there is great. And a lot of the reviews I've read are like, "Oh, it's just a bunch of crass jokes," and it's like, I don't think some of these kind of like try-hard critics have been around a bunch of men. Yeah. That aren't exactly like them and heard how they talk because they talk like we all talk to one another. Yeah, I, I didn't have any problems. Very politely and highbrow. Yeah, yeah. of course. That's <laughs> why so 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 we have a snifter of port. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's <laughs> y'all want port? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, say what you want about Shane Black. Shane Black understands how men talk to one another. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's made a whole career off of it. He's a, he's a, he Shane writes dialogue like well. Director. Like, he's really good. He's wonderful. Um, like overall, whole body of work. Uh, it's very funny. Uh, the guy, uh, what's it? Well, Sterling K. Brown's really good as like he's, he's an awesome. generic government asshole. Right, like, everybody's just like he's likable. Yeah, the other guy, government so asshole. the other guy, could, the guy from Moonlight is yeah, really good. That's too. where he's the guy from. That spokes a lot. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. great. That's uh, why I couldn't figure. Out. So he's also in Bird Box. Mm. Yeah, which is like no, a, everybody's really good. Nebraska, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's awesome in the movie. Thomas Jane's really good. And he is. Thomas Jane's one of those guys that, like, unfortunately was too handsome, so he got stuck in all these, like, boring-ass, like, lead actor roles. Like Punisher. Yeah, but, like, the guy can actually act, and I think he's like a Brad Pitt where you give him something to do and he really steers into it. I wish they had kind of leaned into the the Tourette's thing a little bit more because it feels yeah. like it's there a couple times and just yeah, set up, like, kind of jokes forgotten. and they don't really... What was that movie? Uh, did y'all watch it or did I just watch it? Uh, on Netflix, 1922, I think it's you, called. No, you told me about it. Yeah, I saw it. It's on... I, he was good in that. Stevie King thing, right? Yeah. He was good. Right. You both really liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, no, it's the movie's fun. like... It's a big... It it's a big gross exploitation movie. It's, it's fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's a blast. Like, he does... He does It's joyful. He, like... Well, part of it I don't think people realize is, like, he's making fun of... The Predator movies, yeah. in a lot of it, and they're like, yeah, I watched some review, and they're it's like, like it's, very self aware, so broy. It's like, well, yeah, dude, did you not like? Have you never seen the fucking meme with Arnold? Yeah. I mean, the, the original is broy to shit. Um, like, give me a lot of pound for pound, you're gonna get more beef in a movie than you are. I, I don't, I, and I mean, I think we've talked about this on the show, but like. All those like think pieces on YouTube is like how to ruin a franchise. Like I don't think I think it's you the, overvalued the Predator franchise. Motherfucker, yeah. did you watch Alien versus Predator? Did you watch like, any of it? Did you, like, yeah, I mean, goddamn. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. There's that that shot where Gaga's talking about with uh, Keegan Michael Key and Thomas Jane at the end, like really kind of like touching. Yeah, yeah, and it's gross. Um, no, big fan. And Libby Munn's good in the movie. She's surprisingly good. It's the best thing she's ever been in. I think. Um, good. It's good. Like kind of like seven eight. Movie, yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree with that. It's fun, yeah. It's not the best predator, but it's far from the worst. It's top two, yeah, yeah, top two or three, depending. I think it's better. The more I, the, the more times I've seen predators, it kind of. Uh, I always forget. Yeah. Dropping I always forget predators. I, yeah. I, I liked predators. I, I like it. it. I like saying. Why are you saying it? Like that? But it's like there's nothing to it. Like the first one's the first one. Yeah. The second one's like super dumb. Like, the second one's super dumb, but it's so enjoyable. It's, it's like so nineties. And the predators is just wants like, to be the first one. It wants yeah, to be serious, right? And it's just 
and this is like nothing. This but is actually joke. more it's like, like a slapstick two. comedy. So yeah. yeah, I would say top two or three. This or Predator two, depending on what kind of mood you're in. Yeah, but like the whole the whole gang of commandos had that kind of had a real fun. Dirty dozen. Oh, yeah, we're fuck around by. The funniest scene, well, one of them, but I think the one that I laughed the hardest in, is like, tell me about your husband, and she rattles off this, like, eight-page monologue (laughs) of all his war statistics and shit, like, totally getting bad, which is hysterical, and then one of the characters is like, I didn't like your speech, but okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was great. Uh, Yeah. Wasn't that Theon Greyjoy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Out! Good old Theon. No peen. <laughs> no dick. He's a fashion actor. He like legit. Cut he his legit cut his dick off. Mm-hmm. Shit. So he no danger. Got killed by uh, John Wick. John Wick. <laughs> um, I watched Bumblebee. And I watched Avengers: Age of Ultron. Ooh, oh, wow! That oh, you're doing that whole run through. Yeah, who is that bad? It's far from. What's your favorite part of it from though? Good. Um, <laughs> I don't mind this. The art. <laughs> You know what Gog's favorite part is? The science. <laughs> the science made sense. That's still my favorite line. I want that on his shirt. It's got some. It's got some good bits to it. It's the, the bit where they're all fucking around at the party at Tony's place. That is good. Messing and around with Thor's hammer, trying to pick up the hammer. That's every probably, time somebody defends a movie, it's like the only bit they ever. Come that up is with. the best part. Cat of the movie. moves it like a millimeter, and Thor like almost shits his pants. I mean, it's a legit the best part of that movie. Um, I like the introduction of the Vision. Yeah, I wish they did a better job with Ultron. He just doesn't feel fleshed out at all. Like yeah. he's just kind of there. It would have been better, and nice if they didn't kill him. Like they kill every villain in the yeah. movie. Yeah, Ultron's nice got something besides Joss Whedon to make the movie. Yeah, Ultron's such a great yeah. character, and he's just kind of flat in that movie. You know? It's too much to introduce. Yeah. Oh, that's what I meant to say about. The, I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off real quick. But like the Predator movie, you could, there's so much shit going on. You could tell there's like it's like super compressed. Like. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so uh, it's 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 middling. It's in the bottom half of the Marvel movies. Yeah, but there's definitely worse worse ones. It's it's serviceable. Fair. <clears throat> so what else did you watch? I watched the best Transformers movie. Okay. Let's get the cat out of the bag. This movie's fucking great. This movie is Bumblebee is fun. so good. Marvel movies are fun. So good. It's it's like, sh- I, I like two kinds of movies, like really heavy, depressing movies and Bumblebee. <laughs> like those are two styles of movies. It was so much fun, man. It was From like, like beginning to end. The like, first ten minutes are the Transformers movie, is the Transformers movie we wanted for a decade. Yeah. Like, it felt like the cartoon. It was amazing. You got Optimus kicking people, shooting people. You got fucking Soundwave started talking. I got like a fucking boner. How much better did everything look just by simplifying the design? 100%. Yeah, it looked they, amazing. And you could see everything. Where yeah. does it take place in the timeline? Before. 80, it takes in, it place in 84. Seven. 80, is it? Yeah. 87. So it's before they come to Earth? Or before the... Before the rest of it's them. It's slightly yeah. confusing. It's it's like a stealth reboot. Is well, more than a yeah. Whereas like in the, in the Shia LaBeouf movies, Sector 7 is known about Transformers for... Like a hundred well, years. In the shot, yeah. Megatron's been frozen in the Arctic. Yeah, for in the f- they got Megatron. Well, Megatron's not in this movie at all. In the first five Transformers live action movies, the Autobots or the the Transformers have all arrived on Earth at different times, depending on which movie it is. Yeah, that's true. Well, to get, not not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but like the way this movie ends, we all agreed 
that like they should just be like, yeah, this isn't in continuity with the Bay movies because we'll they easily could just say we'll like, see no, what no. happens. It opens in China, I think, next week. Yeah, I think I'll do what. Well, I don't know. It's got a lot of dialogue, so yeah. you never know. It's it's doing it. And it's funny, and it's, they don't like you know comedy doesn't translate. I don't know how it's well it's doing. Okay, here is that right? It opened up right it's after Spider Man against Aquaman and Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. <clears throat> well, I also think that the Transformers name is just. Garbage. Because people are like, I don't want to see those movies anymore. I've told so many people that Bumblebee is good, and the first thing they say goes, they go, I don't want to see a Transformers movie. And it's because... Well, I'm sure that it was purposeful that they didn't call it Transformers, sure. colon, Bumblebee. Yeah. I'm still sort of shocked that you guys are loving this I like loved it. It's like a real movie. I will buy it the minute it comes out. It's also like a, a much smaller movie than the other ones. Like, the whole city doesn't get destroyed. No. Like, so What's the gist? <clears throat> It's just a girl it's finds car. Car turns into a robot. Yeah, that's it. Fight Decepticons. Yeah, like two. Finn. Yeah. Two Decepticons. Two Decepticons. Which yeah. are those Decepticons? They're can, from the show. The movie. Okay, yeah. But which two? Oh, they're new. Yeah, yeah. but I forget, I forget. I can't remember their names. Is one with giant sand scorpion? No, no. they're they're both. Cars. You can see what's going on for the most part. Yeah, the fights like you can see what they're doing. They establish just... everything like very quickly. It's like this is the robot war. Now they crash here. John Cena's troops all got killed. Now he's mad at this. Yeah, thing. Oh, and John Cena's great in it. Yeah, is also, he a big part of it. Yeah, yeah, he's basically the villain. I mean, sort of. I'm also like the movie made me uncomfortable because Haley Seinfeld is super hot, and like I just remember her as the little girl from. True Grit, and it makes me feel really uncomfortable. Oh, that's her? That's her. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She grew up super hot, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like old There's three different perverted songs. Yes. Which <laughs> is fucking hysterical. And there's a great joke. <laughs> the whole, uh, I love the movie, though. It was great. And, uh, like, everything worked, and Sean, you said it once the movie ended, but it felt like I the best kind titties. of... Well, yeah, I mean, that's just... That's just <laughs> that's all the time. I, I mean, say that a lot. But, no, it felt like the best kind of Spielberg homage. Yeah. Like, it felt like the Spielberg Well, I mean, like... Yeah. I, I mean, it felt like it felt like what J.J. Abrams I tries to do. Literally what I was just about to say. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a good version of Super 8. Yeah. Um... I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Do you notice the one the kid was reading a GoBots comic? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Read, I read something about that afterwards. Also, like I, I feel like it's intentional, but maybe I'm just uh, looking too far into it. They play higher love in this in yeah. the movie. Love that song, and they play that song, and it's always sunny. And they call the instructor Bumblebee. Bumblebee. And I'm like, wow. do you think the director Possibly. ever wrote that? Like, Maybe. did that on purpose? It's the first well, thing I thought. Play, I mean, it's mild spoiler, but whatever. They play You Got the Touch, it's fucking hysterical. That was, I mean, I marked out. Yeah. I, and I, I said this in the theater, but I feel like this is the movie that they made for us. They it, made it this, but it also feels like it'd be great for kids. Yeah, it doesn't, like, rely on, like, nostalgia. Like, it kind of, like The Predator, it's got a couple... Beats here and there, like little hahas. But what is it? Well, I mean, it relies on nostalgia in the sense that the soundtrack is like all like. No, I mean like specifically transforming nostalgia. Uh, Bobby Hill is really good as the mom. Yeah, Pamela Aiden's in it. Oh, she's great. They have a stepfather. Stepfather's really good. He's really good, but he's like a nice guy. Like she doesn't like him because she's like this kind of like morose kid. Yeah, this guy's only directed two things. Yeah, Kubo Kubo and the two strings. strings. He's an animator. Two strings. Strings. It's a good movie. He's a lead animator on Paranorman. Yeah, that's a good movie too. So he's got an eye for, like, design, animated design, which is, like, nothing, they don't look fake standing next to people, which is, like, the biggest problem in all the other movies. There's a scene where, oh, 
I don't want to give too much away, but there's a scene where um, talking about how Sean's talking about how the Transformers interact with real things. There's a scene where Bumblebee is like let loose into a normal house, but he's trying really hard because he's got to maintain his secret because he obviously he's a big giant robot, and he just fucks up the house because he's a fucking giant robot. It's hilarious. Like is this the radio thing? talking? Yeah, but it's not as like it's not as on the nose. No. They don't introduce that until, like, later in the movie. Like, him, like, communicating. He mm. talks at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. he got a voice. Mm. Oh, yeah. Shit. What I'm pretty it's sure is... Like, I don't, don't want to give it away, but I'm pretty sure a major... <laughs> I'm pretty sure a major star... Or a star... A major Transformer dies in the first 20 minutes, but... Yeah. We couldn't decide whether... Is it Unicrom? That, no. Unicrom? Who? Is that like some, I think it, is I that think, the mech god of Conan? Well, I think that the jet Unicron, the Krom, we talked about it. I Krom, think the jet no. guy he fights in the beginning is Starscream, but I don't know. It I looked, can't imagine they kill him that. Now he won. There's a why not? He had the same know. color I mean, scheme. I'm but there's a sure. bunch of them. There's three of them in the old comic, right? There's like that's what we were talking about. Yeah. There's a ton of like. Well, you, it's nice too because like Air can, Force fighter jet shape. You can actually tell who's what, even though there's not that many in there because yeah. they're like. They've got colored differentiation. Oh, who was in it? That was uh, Cliff Jumper shows yeah. up in it. Yeah, the Palette Swap of Bumblebee. It yeah. was cool shit, man. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Like, I had a lot of fun. It was long, too. It was like over two hours. It did, but yeah. it moved. It yeah. moved. And I think, like... Yeah, it didn't feel like two hours. This is, like, a good, good example of, like, a... <sighs> like a Family movie yeah. that's not written for babies. It really like, made me want to live in Southern California in 1987. Babies. Oh yeah. All right. Movies. We had Sean, Alec, and I had another horrible theater experience <laughs> where somebody brought a fucking infant, like a fucking shoot infant, <laughs> like oh. in a car carrier to the theater. It's a bad Ridiculous. Look. Like I'm sorry, but the theater should see that and be like, no, sorry. Yeah. It, that we can't we'll get that. Fucking baby out of here, dog. Like, it is nighttime. Like, there should be an age, like, you should be at least, I don't know, like, five to get in the theater. Yeah. Like, you should be like 20. Well, yeah, but. Anyway, I really love Bumblebee. I, yeah, everybody should go watch it. Good it's movie really year, fun. again. I thought it was excellent, so. Really happy we watched it. That might have made the list if. It would have been close. Wait, would it have made your 2018 list? It might have. Yeah, yeah, I, I got like an honorable mention. Yeah. Because I forgot my mom. mom and dad. Mom and Dad was really yeah. good. All right, let's get into uh, Rocky Balboa. Old broken Rocky. Old what happened in this Rocky? movie, dogs? Nothing. Uh, a video yeah, game. Sad ass movie. A video game taunts an old restaurateur into fighting <laughs> a young man in Vegas. Papa John's. That's. I mean, that's it. I mean, you don't write a synopsis about Rocky Balboa because it's just a, a, a man dealing with loss, and instead of going to therapy like a normal person, he goes. To lost wages and punches a man for ten rounds. He picks up neighborhood former kids. Right, he picks up... Gives them jobs at his restaurant. He adopts a whole new family and ships them all out west so he can uh, punch a guy for charity. So he can beat the fuck out of Antonio Tarver. And get no money. And get no money. But Paulie might have made a little something on the back nine. Yeah, with his dildo endorsements. No, it's (laughs) all... Those those dragon dildos that come inside of you. Right. Oh, shit. And they shoot eggs in you, because... Yeah. That's how dragons work. No. The Damn it. one shoots eggs inside God. of you. I'm going to send you some videos. Fake dragon comp. Please yeah. do. Um, Just look it up on Reddit. I do love Reddit. Yeah, dude, Reddit's it's got the, the best. best pornography. So now, where were we? Uh, so Rocky is, Adrian is dead. This is post-Rocky 5, so he is just kind of. He has AIDS. <laughs> and by that, he has people working for him at the restaurant. <laughs> also AIDS. <laughs> Oh, they got AIDS too. Oh no, they're AIDS. That's the old South Park joke, yeah. right? Or, 
This movie's fucking sad. Yeah, Spider Rico's shaving Parmesan and cleaning dishes. He's just, Rocky's just kind of doing his thing. He's sort of estranged from his son because his son can't live with the fact that his dad is the champ and everybody loves him and nobody loves him because he's Velo Vertimiglia. Can I just go ahead and say, I know we're not doing like a real Gog's... I don't Gog's, know what his name is. Gog's Nopsis. Close. The only part of the movie that doesn't really work for me is the son. He the, sucks. The son is... I don't mind the Is it just the part. actor or is it the, it's the, the character that's it's written? Because he seems like... He's just like... Okay. I don't think he's the... Like, Keanu Reeves is good in Constantine, right? But when yeah. he has to act in the same scene with Tilda Swinton and Peter Stormare, he's just, like, not in their league at that point. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing here. Like, it's like the, you can't out-act me, boy. Don't even try. Yeah. Because, like, we're talking about it. A lot of this is, like, a play. It's a lot of, like, you know, shot monologue, reverse monologue. It's not like a co- like a conversation. Like a Oddly, t- stuff I usually hate yeah. in movies. Um, and he just, he can't hang with no. Stallone. Like, at all. No, I agree. I don't think he's bad in it, though. I, I just... It, I'm not saying he doesn't ruin the movie, but he definitely seems like... He's, like, dragging it down a little bit. For me. For me, comes, personally. He comes off really whiny, which I know but he's that's supposed a to. I mean, that's the point. But, still. But, like, almost, like, cartoonishly so. Yeah. Yeah, he's not... Like, he hasn't done anything for himself. No, and Rocky's, like... Like, there's nothing... The nicest human He's nice Earth. to a fault. Yeah. And everyone takes advantage of him, and this is finally him saying... Listen, he's not even saying "fuck you." I'm done with. It. He's he's finally telling it straight because he's like, "Listen, I can't deal with this shit anymore." Yeah. Milo Ventimiglia is like Milo Yiannopoulos. He's I wish he's. Oh like, my god, he's Rock like just a Peter Petrelli. He's like Doug, Doug. Um, <laughs> Doug and your dad. No, that is that's a good yeah. That's a good analogy. Uncle Robert. No, yeah. <laughs> you mean Uncle Apollo? Oh, um, so. So Rocky, uh, Rocky, you know, he's a strain. His wife's dead. Fucking uh, Paulie's Paulie's just shit. Paulie's still a piece of shit. But the whole Paulie Rocky dynamic, I really fucking love. Even though Paulie is a piece of shit, like his whole speech about you got the good times. I treated like like the way like yeah. the way that going down memory lane for Rocky was like kind of a a nice sort of happy moment. It just the way it would just drag up all the bad shit for Paulie. That dynamic I fucking loved. Uh, but it like it's not enough to inspire him to change whatsoever. He's just no. like a filthy. No, he's a fucking terrible man. human being. Don't remind yeah. me. But Don't remind me what a piece of garbage I am. Well, the right. whole, like there's that whole runner in the movie about like old people still trying to feel useful. It's like when Spider Rico is just a customer. He eventually just goes down there and starts working. Right. It's like it's like I need it's that shark thing, right? You stop swimming, you die. Yeah, right. So 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 Rocky is you know, he's just doing his thing. He's just, you know, he's trying to just Live his life and get you know. Years old. I'm going to be playing Red Dead Redemption too. Just yoked. <laughs> and meanwhile, you've got Antonio Tarver's character, Mason the Lion Dixon, who has just been fighting, presumably tomato cans, just like going 33 and 0. Everyone's just well. It's not presumably. They like put it. They they say that in the movie. They say like. But is, he, the, is the problem that he's too good, or is the problem that his fun. fights aren't? I guess I'll ask. He's Sean, not booking Sean, tough competition. Sean knows the most about boxing. Uh... I felt like they framed him sort of like how people used to talk about Tyson before he got, like, real challengers. Well, no, Tyson's thing was there wasn't anybody to challenge him. He was, like, completely unstoppable. He's more like a, really like a Floyd Mayweather. He's he's just going to fight the people he can beat. Like, you don't see enough of the movie to know that they're, what what you almost need for that narrative is, like, a third person. Party, which I mean, you don't want to like overstuff the movie, right. but somebody that's like knocking on the door, right? Almost like and I know somebody brought up the great white hype, oh. yeah, or Creed, 
Where it's like, you know, he's got the one um, uh, malevolent Malik Shabazz or whatever. Yeah. The guy that he wants to fight, and then they set up the fight with the white guy. Right, right. That's like almost a dynamic you can work into, but I think it's fine the way it is. Yeah. So, I, well, when I, I took, I didn't take this as, I didn't take this as he doesn't, he's, he's ducking competition. I took this as there is no competition, but people think he's ducking competition. Like, there's just nobody else out there. Like, he does like, yeah, like his I, kid, Antonio yeah, Carver's character comes off as a guy with a lot of pride. Like, he's like, listen, I am fighting the best. I'm doing my fucking right. workout here, yeah. and you people don't appreciate it. Well, no, because he's also fat. So, like, he's fat, the he's implication fat, is he's that... He's fat for that fight because he doesn't give a shit. Well, no, I mean, he didn't just He, didn't, just, he didn't gain, like, 15 pounds. But no, that's the way I took it, was that he... he I, I, I took it to... I mean... Uh, it's one of those Schrodinger's box things. Like it could be. He could be fat and finish Schrodinger's boxing. Um, no matter who loses, we both win. Get it? Boxing. Get it? Um, <laughs> but you're not given enough data to know one way or the other, and it's not ultimately it's not. Important. It doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. So you get this champ who's you know everyone's like tired of just seeing him win all the time, and ESPN sets up. Uh, a fucking knockout king, knockout kings esque. What if? And in that, Rocky wins in the quote unquote Paulie cartoon fight. So then that gets Rocky thinking, oh, you know, maybe you have fun, you know, just punch some stuff again. So he decides to go to the Philadelphia Boxing Commission, get a boxing license again, and he's just hanging out. And then word just gets, hanging out. they're like, oh, you should fight our boy. The undefeated, you know, undisputed Rock, champion of the world. Rocky's just planning on fighting like local, like, doing probably sparring yeah. stuff. Yeah, like that's that. yeah, not fighting smokers. Yeah, not a heavyweight fight on national pay per view, nationally televised. Right. So then you know Rocky accepts the fight, goes into training, does the Rocky thing. You know, throws hurt bombs. Standard goes the distance and simultaneously going the distance and mending all broken relationships as Rockies want to do. Uh, and then the movie ends. Maybe if he paid as yeah. much attention to his relationships between fights as he did building up the fights, he wouldn't be in such a shitty place. Maybe his life. family didn't suck so hard. Yeah, he wouldn't have to mend all his relationships between the eighth and ninth rounds. And I was wrong about how much movie, how much this made because they made it for twenty four million and made one hundred and fifty five million. Oh wow, that's, that's, a, a, that's a certified hit. banger. Seven times its money. Wow, I didn't know. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't think it was a big well because those movies don't. I guess just thinking about it, they don't make huge money. They've never been like. You know, a billion dollar Rocky movie. I didn't know that it was. I honestly, kind of a, yeah, I, I honestly thought that it was a critical success, but like a, a commercial. Like I, I, I thought it did okay. Even one hundred fifty five million is not a huge success. But on with a, that budget, relative yeah. to twenty four, yeah. six times as much. This movie's fucking gorgeous. Like it's very pretty. This was shot and directed, by, or uh, written and directed by uh, Stallone. I think he does a great job in both. He is killing it in this movie. Like he is. He doesn't have a bad scene. Yeah. His performance is off the charts. His scene in the uh, at the fight commission, it's great. Yeah, his scene. I mean, I really like. I really like the scene where you know he's just kind of going back to the ice rink and he's he's recounting when he first met Adrian and and like that scene between him and Polly about living in the past. The like, only thing I didn't like I about love all that those stuff. and like it's it's a minor thing, but when they actually show the flashbacks, yeah, I could like, do without it was that. Like, I could see why people. But it was like seven like of them in a row. I, I could like, do yeah. without. But that. then they ditched it. Yeah, 
That once they stopped doing it, but I can see why I was like, okay, I see what these people. I'm like, not who is this for? This. Is this for people that have never seen any of these movies? Right. Like, yeah. but who is that? Like, right. who is who is coming in on Rocky Balboa? 2006. Or... Alec would have walked in there and not seen that. I know. Like, what shit. the fuck is this shit? <laughs> but these old cuts. But also, I think like <laughs> I don't know. The, the story kind of tells itself. Even if you didn't weren't aware of it, you can from context yeah. you can understand what the emotion is. Right. It just it feels like a note. Yeah. Yeah. It does. But he, Stallone does such a great job of just kind of, like, conveying, like, all of the pent-up, like, shit that's just been happening to him for so long. And all the, and he's, and he hides, he sort of hides it, but it's sort of like this nice guy facade. He kind of, like, lets no one see that's really bugging him too much and kind of, like, tries to stay positive. And then the one part where, like, the, the scene between the boxing commission, the scene where he finally tells his son, like, the fucking truth, essentially. Told him to stop being a bitch. Basically, right. yeah. Like, those are, like, those are great scenes. Like, he, Stone fucking destroyed. They should have had, like, a this ROH movie. crowd when he's talking to his son that just had a crowd going, No, it up. Man up. I already fucked Well, I, I, I don't know if you meant it like this, but, like, I don't want to turn it into semantics. I wouldn't say it's a facade. Like, he's a genuinely nice human being. Right, I guess. Like, right. Well, that's the thing. That's definitely one thing that you, you take away from these Rocky movies, and I said it during the movie, but, like, Rocky is a throwback character because he's, like, genuinely, like, a nice person. To you the really point where it gets other people questioning why he's so nice. Yeah. You really don't get that in a lot of movies nowadays. Like, even, like, heroes are kind of shitty. He's not, like troubled in the way like I mean he's troubled by the fact that everybody he loves is dead he's kind of but like he's not troubled like, like, like he doesn't have like a hidden darkness well, or anything his, like his troubles he's is just that like he's a meathead kind of dumb yeah I mean that's always been his character he's just, but it doesn't bother him no no yeah. he doesn't care no well he I didn't mean facade but like, okay. he puts up like Facade was probably the wrong term, but like he's always cover up the rocks in the basement. Yeah, like he, but he like goes himself in the basement. He doesn't let rocks. he doesn't let the hurt show through. Yeah. He just keeps the nice guy up just because he doesn't burden other people with it. Yeah, yeah. He's taking on everybody else's shit yeah. constantly. Yeah, and so he's just like, I'm not going to crack. I'm going to be consistent. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, and he sells it. You know, again, Stallone sells that all. Like it's perfect. Like yeah. it's pitch perfect. And this, it, without this movie, you don't get to Creed or Creed Two, which <laughs> makes it an important movie on its own. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, right. Well, I think that this movie makes his performance in Creed even more impactful. Yeah, because I had zero desire to watch this movie when it came out. I'm like, oh, fucking. Oh, I was excited. I was excited. I wasn't. Because yeah. I mean, I just saw Rocky Five. I was. I was hoping he wasn't going to die. And then fucking didn't Rambo come out the same? Rambo year? Rambo came out two years later. Yeah. Really? I felt this like was 2005. Bad. Rambo was 2007. That was 2006. Oh, then then one year later. Yeah, because Rambo was fucking insane. Too. <laughs> I love that, that movie. Boring. It's not as good. No, but it's, <laughs> a guy turns and it has some prob- it has some problematic stuff with, with homosexuality. But, yeah, because <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> it has a guy that gets shot with a fucking fifty cow. Very religious. Is he really? Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Um. I don't know what it's hard to like. Really, there's nothing. There's nothing to pick apart. I, I love the the la- the the only fight scene. Um, this movie's montage light yes. for a Rocky movie, which is nice. Well, um, besides his fucking beast workout, that's probably you gotta have that. his real. But even Rocky Four is like nothing but montage. Yeah. Right, it's all just sit ups, hanging upside down um, from rafters and shit. He, and where he's like driving his Camaro and he's like yeah. just shifting for no reason, just constantly <laughs> um, anger shifting. <laughs> Apollo's dead. Uh, like I say, the last fight shot like Jacob's Ladder. It yeah, is. It's like almost like a horror scene. Do you think... I was thinking it's about this. Whole, it's as, super style. As you pointed it out while I watched it, that 
It's the most stylized. Do you think that's that's to, to kind of cover up his limitations being older? Maybe. That's what I was thinking. I think that's part. Of, well, I mean, it's a movie, so like he, that guy's still in like tremendous shape. Well, yeah. Um, I think it's more just like it's kind of like to hit the point home to like, convey what's going on in his. I mean, head. it works. I think I love the fight scene. I yeah. thought it was great. It's like it's very you said impactful. Like all the shots, like because they're just big beefy old man shots. So yeah. there's like a lot of like heavy thuds and like it feels like yeah. But like, that's like, the compared one thing to the, the fight, all the Rocky movies have done well. Like even yeah. even Creed, like those they but always slow feel physical. Like yeah. I know it's cliche to say, and of course, like a box movie is going to feel physical, but like it really well, not does. necessarily. We've seen well, the fights in are... like the fights, the fights in the original Rocky are great. Yeah. Um, but they they seem more they're more kind of like feel like more staged yeah, or more like acting yeah. yeah, right yeah, the they're, more like, in Creed they're more like this and like oh, no, 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 there's a lot right. more technically accurate the yeah. boxing in Creed is like so like spot on especially that first fight fight against uh, Spider Spicoli or the fucking guy's name is the, the I'm guy sure it was Spider I'm, yeah I think it was Spider Spicoli <laughs> yep yeah, where they're like where they're like ducking and like and, and it's, it's almost Spicoli I know it wasn't all one shot, but it feels it like was. it's all. Was it all one shot? It was all one yeah, I think. Believe, I believe it was. I don't know how they did the makeup, but yeah, it was all. One but that's time. like that compared to this is two drastically different fight scenes, and both of them work great. Well, like most of the fight scenes, they're just fight scenes. They're cool. Yeah, but like this one has like a very big. Like they really went crazy with like the effects and the filters, and the, it goes to black and white. It goes to like grayscale. It goes. Yeah, there's whispers, there's weird flashback moments, like half-second flashbacks. It goes to newsprint for a second. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's really trying to convey, I guess, it's very visually what's in it's a, his head. It's a very visually interesting movie, more so than, like, really any of the other ones. Yeah, I agree. It's it's awesome. The right? color timing's really, like, well thought out. Yeah, the movie looks really Like, it's good. not lit, like, almost at all. Like, it almost seems like all just, like, ambient lighting. Get lit. Yeah. <laughs> Basement fire, fire no 100, 100, 100. And for a movie, for a boxing movie, it's 90% talking. Yeah, and but it's, it's fine. great. Yeah. But it also, no, it's like, great. it doesn't drag. Like, this movie, like, when they get to the, the, the like, uh, the pre fight like, press, press conference, the movie's over. The movie's almost done, and you're like, what? It's, yeah. this is, the soggiest on. middle in this movie is on uh, Antonio Tarver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bert Young. Yeah. Good point. That's um, a soggy middle. What'd you think, Alan? I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was. It was fine. It was good. No, I liked it a lot. I thought uh, it's probably Stallone's best performance I've ever seen him give. It's really, really good. Like he is. You should see Stop or My Mom. Will so shoot. sad. We will. Right. Such a sad bitch. It's it's always interesting for me to get your opinion on these movies specifically because you don't have the nostalgia tied into. Because I'm always like, oh, Rocky Three is the best, and then I'm like, no, no, no. Like, yeah. I don't. I'm not able to look at them really objectively. I don't think. So I like can't. hearing where you kind of like rank them and stuff is like, yeah, my really opinion, Creed's the best. Yeah, that's uh, fair. That, so where would that, you, where, how many of them you was seen? that your first Rocky movie? Um, I'd seen four. Okay. Yeah. Like everybody seen four. That's a weird like, place to everybody start. In America Every, well, that was four. the one we were like. It was on TV. Like, yeah, yeah. it was on TV a lot. We were fighting the communists. Yeah. So I saw four. When I was Which younger, was a but then I hadn't seen it. I think I've seen parts of five. <laughs> but Creed was the first one that I watched like all the way through. Yeah. But you've seen one, two, and three now. Right? I've seen all. Oh, oh, well, I didn't watch five. Okay. Well, I was going <laughs> you, you, guys, you guys said don't. You don't. Will. You don't will. Watch. We'll watch. How many movies are you gonna pick? Oh, all of them. Oh, okay. I might pick I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to revert to my previous... We're going to make the whole year. Whatever. Ooh! Oh, no. oh. It's the best of double-hopping, Larry! 
If we can't, <laughs> think, if we can't, if we can't think of a theme, we'll just be like, yeah, this one's Stallone too. <laughs> Stallone March. No, we Stallone, do. We, we'll put Stallone the is our like uh, our like bench player. Juice Sly. Dude, we put all we put all of his movies in a hat. And whenever we whenever we come up with like a like a like an empty week. Oh no, I, we I got a, I got hat. a good rule. The veto is an automatic Stallone draw. 2008, 2019, oh, no. it's automatically veto Stallone. Alec has to make the final call. He's the rule maker. I do like that's that. a good idea though. <laughs> then, I'm then any veto has to be a Stallone pick. I second the motion. I'm for that. All right. Oh, carries. Motion carries. I like All Vitos are Stallone-based so, uh, in 2019. Here's, here's a question, though. No. Is the is it a random Stallone pick, or like you veto it and you get to pick the Stallone movie? It should be you veto it. Like, mm-hmm. if, like Let's say you're picking this week. Sure. I veto your pick. Uh-huh. He picks a Stallone You get to pick a Stallone movie. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. The veto yeah. Get the vetoed. The vetoed gets his biggest alone. Okay, I like. I'm cool with that. Or All right, worked for me either way. But if you veto <laughs> a movie this month, originally we, we have to kill it. each other. We <laughs> 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 veto it. With, there's no vetoes this month. You can't veto it. You already had one. Yeah. We're gonna watch Creed tonight. Oh, I thought I convinced you to change your pick. I didn't think I used an official veto. All vetoes are officially reset. Okay, <laughs> and we all get two. No, okay. no, just nah, whatever. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's 88 Stallone movies. We didn't, we end, up, we didn't end up like using all of yeah. ours last year. So, oh, all right, great, anyway. did. Um, get rolled over. Now, didn't we use one veto? I did. Sean used it. I think I used an override. Oh, yeah. Ready Player One, and then Sean used a veto to veto something. Gogs was going to pick. What, what was it? A vampire movie? Vampire. Did we veto into Dracula 2000? Oh my god. Can we call him? Yeah. What about Audibles? Can you call Audibles out of a theme month? No. No. Good. I don't even understand. Wait, what do you mean? All the rules are Stallone based. Oh, no, all Audibles should be fucking. uh... Everything is Stallone. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. That's that's even. But how do you Audible out of a theme? Well, I thought you could. Like Like when I picked Ready Player One. Yeah. Remember, you got one theme. You got one flex. Ejection. Sure. Because it is Stallone. Yeah, because everything's Stallone. (laughs) Oh, I, thought, t- I thought Audible should be Lundgren. Nope. If you change anything, it goes straight to Stallone. Any changes this year are Stallone. Yeah. I love it. If somebody I mean, the guy's got, got like 200 acting credits. We'll find a If movie. somebody doesn't show up, Stallone. <laughs> well, then we'll... If somebody besides Oggs doesn't show oh, up, okay. Stallone. One of the three power players. <laughs> okay, fire. <laughs> All right, let's get, of this show let's get into show uh, Five Knuckle Shuffle time. <laughs> It's a nice tight fifty-four minute banger. Oh, Alex is gonna go to it. Alex twenty. Um. Oh, is <laughs> I heard one now. <laughs> oh, please don't. Oh no, I have to live yes. in this house. Come on, Sean. I, I got nothing. Push oh, something out. I'm afraid I'll come. He <laughs> That's no funny. Your uh, pants. No. Jizz in my pants. Um. There's a puke when I come. Not if I drop it, Alec. Uh, two. Man, this is. It's like an eight. It's up there. Respectable. Yeah. It's not, I can't give it a ten, but it's up there. It's very, very good. It's no cue the way it's surfing. <laughs> Fucking that <laughs> movie. Uh, but no, better than movies, uh, It's excellent. Like, the, it's directed well, shot well. Stallone is incredible. Everybody's incredible except for Peter Petrelli. Yeah, he's um, real bad. I'm glad that they only put him in Creed 2 for five seconds. Yeah, he was just there for... Spoilers. For hey, Creed. you want to see my baby? Sure. 
I got a ball. Hey, you want to play with my ball? <laughs> I know saying enjoy your baby is a weird thing, but I said it like to two different people last week. Enjoy your baby. They had like new babies. Like, oh yeah, see you later. Enjoy your baby. And what else are you going to say? Enjoy him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, Stallone knocks it out of the park in this one. Yeah. In more ways than one because he directed it and wrote it and starred in it. One of our great his underrated own, uh, actors. His, his vanity project. <clears throat> Definitely. Good score. I yeah. agree. My only slight complaint might be the way the HBO boxing way it's shot. I like that. The fight shot. I don't know. If it made, it made it feel more art. It has more verbalitude. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. It was fine. Like, it wasn't bad, but it was. It took me out of it a little bit with, like, the... Uh, so it's so... That's hard. Like, HD almost, like... Because you know I mean? it's like jarring compared yeah, to yeah, see, yeah, compared yeah. to everything else being on film, film, film. <laughs> right. Gogs. Uh, it's a nine. I really like this movie. This is uh, this is my third favorite Rocky movie. It was my second favorite until Creed showed up, um, and I haven't seen Creed two yet. But yeah, you really need. Oh, you can't see you're it. You're not allowed. Yeah, you okay. said you, yeah. you like you bet you damned it to hell. You could get the novelization. Oh, shit. <laughs> we'll get to the comic book. I should have bought you the novelization. <laughs> so I need to be a scholastic book fair so they we get the novelization. You should waste your audible. Do they still do that for movies? Do they have wow. a golden book? I might audible into Remember Creed they used too. to do that shit all the time. I remember somebody... Creed like, 2 golden book. My parents were too cheap to send me the movie so they would get me the novelization. Yeah, some ding dong when I was a little kid bought me the novelization of Empire Strikes Back. I'm like, mm. bitch, I know what the fucking movie is. I had the novelization of Nintendo games. I had like, the novelization yeah. of like, Blaster Master. I had those. They were like this big. Yeah. Yeah, I had the novelization yeah. of Gremlins, and it is fucking insane. Like, it starts out on another planet, and what? they're all aliens and shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's from... Uh, all those novelizations are from, like, the... The, the shooting spec scripts. The scripts, right. yeah. Well, yeah. So, anywho, I love this movie. Old Broken Stallone is wonderful. Like, I think this... I think this movie does make Creed a better movie, because oh, it sets it up, right? Uh... It's the Phantom Menace to Creed's Attack of the Clones. But I, I honestly think I think that I think the, the I think the perfect Rocky trifecta is one Balboa Creed. Like that gives you the whole. You gotta have a three or. We have two. Away. What before he actually wins the championship? No, because it's a very precipitous drop from one to Balboa. You well, need you like need a middle four point. For Creed. Yeah, I guess you need four for Creed. Why don't you just yeah. watch all of them? You need to watch five. all of them. Those, those, but those are those three are. So you really just have to watch one, two, three, four, four. six, <laughs> six, seven, three, one, three, really two. just skip so, five. Just skip five, five sucks. Yeah, you can watch yeah. seven of the eight and you're fine. But yeah, they're uh, this movie's this movie's great, and I remember I, I remember watching this in the theater. I remember other people. Not, I remember people not liking it. I can't figure out why. Those people are dumb. Fair. I loved it. Um, either expecting another Rocky Five. I hadn't seen this. I haven't watched this movie in a <laughs> long time, and I was worried that my opinion would have changed. It did not. Fucking Stallone just destroys it in this movie. Yeah, if anything, mine went up. Like then you see Escape Plan, and you're like, <laughs> "Huh?" Well, you did see Escape Plan, like, dude. I was at Walmart and I was buying 4K Blu-rays because I got a player now. One of the fucking movies. So they only got like 10 4K yeah. movies on their display. One of them was fucking Escape Plan. I was I mean, like, what like that, the fuck? But that game was like the best <laughs> old broken Schwarzenegger performance. Well, like, yeah, he, speaks, he speaks German. It was fucking amazing. But, but of all the fucking movies in the world, 
escape plan you yeah. have in 4K? I'm going to drop 35 bones. escape plan. No, just the first one. one. How those two old people get locked up again? I don't remember. Wasn't one like a prison architect? And the, I, don't, I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, there was like a, who's next? A prison janitor. Uh, Chow. Uh, Team Gogs, I'm going to give it a 9. Strong. Unlike Alec, I felt the diegetic HBO soundtrack fit well with the versimilitude of the movie. Well, oh, shit, versimilitude. Um, no, Alec don't represent. This movie's... No versimilitude. This movie's, like... Nope. I, I <laughs> think we all agreed that guy sucked in this movie. I didn't remember... Who? Uh, I see what you did. Uh, he's talking about Milo... Versimilitude. Uh, Milo versimilitude. Um, I, I don't remember this movie. I'm, like, struck at, like, what this movie looks like. I don't remember it, like, being so visually striking. Yeah, um, I agree. I, again, I mean, everything everybody else said, fantastic performance. The music, of course, is good. Um, I mean, like, he just, he just kills it, knocks it out of the park. And this is the bridge movie to Creed. And that's, I don't think that can be stated enough, because, like, you can't just go from Rocky Five to Creed. Like, no, it wouldn't make any fucking sense. I mean, you could, but, like, this really, I feel like, I feel like if you've seen Creed and you haven't seen this movie, like, you're really... It's like uh, not reading the graphic novels before you see Southland Tales. Like, right. Thank you, Richard <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> this feels like... That's the if, best this comparison. Is, this is the Creed prequel. If anything, it, yeah, it's, it's supplemental material for Creed. Like, you don't have to have seen this movie, but I feel like you'll get a lot more out of it if you oh, do. Oh, absolutely. When you first, did you see this in the theater? I did not. What was saw it? Saw it on... So well, the first time you saw it, did you think that Rocky would die? Yeah, Spoiler yeah 100%. Okay. In fact, I think I wanted that because I was like 26 or right, 25 that, when well, it came out. Well, that made that everybody thing. should die yeah, at the yeah. end of the movie. Well, in the middle of the fight when it's like you gotta, you, you when his son's like, you got the time. I wish. It's like, you gotta hit him back. He's like, yo, that cactus is right. <laughs> yeah, when his son's like, his son's like, you gotta quit. And he's like, and Stallone goes, I gotta go out the way I'm gonna go it. out yeah, or yeah. whatever. I'm like, well, he's gonna die. Like, yeah. it seems like it was, that line it was, was written. Ram jam. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Teagles. Dude, Rocky Balboa versus uh, Ronnie the Ram. Or what was his name? Randy. Randy, Randy the, the Ram. Ronnie. Uh, <laughs> that's his brother. Big shock for me. It is a 10 for me, dog. Wow. This movie's fantastic. He went all the way to the tip top. I think this movie is is just about perfect. I, I love it start to finish. Um, it's everything I like about fucking broken old man movies. Stallone is incredible. It's directed really well. It moves at a clip. I love the fight scene. I love everything about this movie. And I like it takes what admittedly is a really stupid premise, but like makes you buy into it. And again, I think it definitely is echoing the real life stuff with George Foreman. I mean, that was the first thing I thought of when I watched this movie. But I, I love. I mean, the name checking in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Which is unnecessary. Yeah. Um, it is if if you're like to- wholly unfamiliar with boxing. I, yeah, but you know how I hate when it's like it's like uh, this is this is an example from a terrible movie, but it's like in uh, fucking Red State yeah. when they're like, "Hey, this cult's just like the South Baptist." It's like, okay, we don't we know, man. You don't need it. But anyway, it, it's great. Just saying Kevin Smith should have wrote this movie. Oh my god, Kevin Smith's Rocky Balboa Kevin's and Zack Snyder's Blade Runner. <laughs> Just, just visionary directors. How much are guns at Walmart? Can I borrow one of your guns, guys? <laughs> Zack Snyder's Rocky. Oh, oh, it'd be yeah, this Rocky movie's got a lot of rape. The old Magic King. Uh, you will enjoy this. Oh, it'd be awful. Uh, but it's movie's fantastic. I love this movie. I mean, I have a soft spot for all of the Rocky movies, but this one in particular, I just, I really, really love it. Um, Where does it fall on your list of Rockies? Of all of the Rockies, wealth. 
Mm. Creed counts in that list of Creed Rockies? Or, I always feel like that should be almost secondary. Uh, if Creed counts... So this is an all Rockies matter thing, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like... I don't yeah, know. It's I weird. But I guess like Rocky 1, Rocky th- 3... Mm. Uh, Creed's not a sequel. It's a spinoff. But does it count in the Rocky? No. Oh, so it doesn't? No. I mean, I say it does. But you're going to listen to Sean, so let's just use his criteria. Well, if I'm just ranking What's the Rocky... criterion when it's singular? See? That's why you listen well, to anyway, criterion. Anyway, if, if, I'll just go by your original metric. Fine. Rocky 1, Rocky 3, Creed, Rocky Balboa, and then... You the can, rest. Yeah. And the, and what about Creed 2? And the rest. Uh, Creed 2 is after Rocky Balboa. No. Yeah. Creed 2 is... No. Creed 2 would be after Rocky 4. Yeah. So it'd be Balboa. 4. Creed 2. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The rest. I mean, and 2 and 5. <laughs> <laughs> 2 is actually good. Like, I like 2 a lot. Yeah. I like everything but 5. Yeah. <laughs> Close little, 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 Mar- little Marge, little Bart, little Lisa, and the rest. It's, the, it's Maggie, the dog, the cat, and the TV. <laughs> and the rest. Oh, that's great. So, wow. average score of a nine. We're off. Sylvester Stellangiwary is off to a oh, we're gonna have a start. fun month. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have a fun year if all of our audibles are still on. <laughs> yeah, we might call more audibles now. Uh, so next week, whose pick is it? Crickets. So uh, this pick was Gogs. All right, pick. good. Don't Who's up. giving up their pick for Anthony? You? Me. Okay. Cool. And we'll have a special guest in probably two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. Two weeks. I don't know, Mir Alec. Huh? It's one of the two of us. Then. Oh, you picked this one. No, I thought it said said it was Gogs. Yeah, this, oh, this is your pick next week. Yeah. Okay. Do you gotcha. know what you're going to pick? Not quite. I, my Are pick, you between a few things? Uh, if you're picking Demolition Man. It's possible. I could go weird, though. Okay. I'm I'm Right now, I'm toying with I feel like either, Demolition Man should be in the hat. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm toying with uh, Tango and Cash. That's a good pick. And um, that's kind of my, that's kind of my front runner. It's that or it's... Is it the specialist where he makes the bombs? It's the, one of those it's two. Sp- it's we, him and Sharon Stone. He's oh, an assassin. Was assassins. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, Assassins is Assassins. But he makes specialty shaped charges. He kills a guy with a teacup. We're going to have a lot of fun with uh, Tango and Cash. There's a lot of gay stuff in there. But Tango and Cash is like too, like, it's oh, got, it's it's got that Kurt Russell bump, right? Because, yeah. I mean, like, the, oh, it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah it's wonderful. It's How many also times I watched Tango and Cash? We could have watched that for Labor Gays because that oh, it's gay. It's got like a Dodge Ram Charger with a uh, minigun attached to that, the roof. It's got that weird shower scene. Like, yeah, it's something else. It's I love a great it. movie, though. Big fan of Tango and Cash. Love it. So. All right, you go. so you got that look forward to Sylvester Stellangulary. Sylvester Sanguangulary. Go listen to all the other shows. Do we get a new show? Yeah, we got all. We got new shows. There's like a show a day every coming out. day. That's retarded. Every day. We're making you so much money. It's not my job to figure that stuff out. Aren't you so like the? Are you the GM? Aren't you? You're less no, he's more like just the, like the janitor that has the keys to the rink that just kind of lets you. That's exactly what. Who's, I am. who's running this bitch? Sean. Pass. Oh, nice. Everything would be spelled better if Sean ran it. That is true. 
it's all I was running it, all that shit would be gone. <laughs> what? Cancel this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he has a podcast where he just cancels the other podcast. This show will be down to once a month. Then we gotta start like a Netflix type network and rescue all the other podcasts. <laughs> Moleflix. Moleflix. It's like an actual activity network. Not movies. Or TV. Or TV, yeah. No video. We we somehow managed to get a, an app on the PlayStation Store, and it's just fucking hour and a half long podcast. People are like, what the fuck is this? No video component at all. It just goes to a black screen. And you can't turn it off. Once you start talking, it has to see itself through. You gotta unplug the PlayStation. Or it bricks your PlayStation. Yeah. No, as soon as you plug it back in, it picks right back up. It's like, as we were saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. That's even funnier than the lucky number slot in the bar. Oh yeah. Oh, you, we got to keep that under ourselves. We got to keep that under our hat. That might be the funniest idea. You're gonna steal that one. Yeah, that no, one. But seriously, why do I have so many shows? I don't know, man. What? What? Who cares? We want more. Co- more content, the better. It's drowning us out. That is true. Oh, we don't even know. You're not even on Facebook. Yeah, you I know. don't even know. You're not even on Facebook. We'll see you all later. I'm drowned out as it is. You ain't seeing no Drowning pool. Here's a little story that I think you'll like. It's not about Shaq or Iron Mike. So buckle your seatbelt, it's gonna get choppy. And listen to the tale of the time I fought Rocky. One day me and all my friends were hanging. Talking about which of the girls was most banging. Then one friend says, you know who's really tough? Rocky, me home. the boxer. Man, I said, yeah, I know him. What about him? He said, he's really tough. No way, man, I'm calling you bluff. I think that I could take a man to prove my point. I'll challenge him in public. Yeah, that's the choice. So the very next day, stay true to my word. And I snuck on TV so I could be heard. I said, Rocky, if you're out there, I think you're a nerd. And I'll lick you and bury you like a dog turd. I got kicked out, but the candle was lit. Cause the people had to know if my claim was legit. It made the headlines, then I got the call. It was Rocky. And he wanted a brawl We negotiated terms and set the date Then I went into training to add some muscle weight While I punched on me in a rickety shack He was sipping on wine Having models rub his back At the weigh-in, boy the tension was high Me and Rock toe-to-toe and eye-to-eye I talked some trash, we got pulled apart I shot him one last look to strike fear in his heart Skip ahead, the big night was finally here My body was ripped and my mind was clear We entered the arena to the roar of the crowd People chant my name, I never felt so proud Faced off once more in the center of the ring Touched gloves, said a prayer, then the bell went He hit me with the left and shattered my face Then a right set my teeth all over the place Then another great punch came in my eye socket He broke my jaw and my trainer yelled Stop it! But nobody heard him and he crushed my ribs Blood sprayed off my face and onto some kids They yelled out, and Rocky obliged I had to think of some way to turn the tide So I leaned back to hit him with all of my might a swing, but he caught me with a sucker punch right, then a sucker punch left, and a sucker punch right, then 22 consecutive sucker punch right, he tore off my arms and beat me with them, then threw acid in my face, which obscured my vision, he kicked me in the leg and fractured my shin, the bone splinter shot right out of my skin, people barfed in the crowd, they were going insane, then Rocky punched my nose bone into my brain, I was quivering and twitching when I soiled my shorts, then Rocky pissed on me, customary in sports, the doctor came out and pronounced me dead. And that was the night I fought Rocky. <laughs> Punched in the face. Fuck, fuck.